politics for dummies where we understand politics then and now we understand politics right and left so what are you waiting for put on your headphones and strap on because you are going to have a ride of your life welcome joining us today is mr fabian ah. welcome back to a brand new episode of politics for dummies rakshabandhan went by and uh, honestly this entire week has been very eventful a lot of things have happened on the internet of the internet uh, how was your week fabian what have you been up to well uh, i have not been up to any mischief let me confess <laughs> but it has been a good week good good it has been a good week and that's that's how you should do it one week at a time do you have any plans to travel anytime sooner since you've got all the vaccines and all the jabs uh, maybe towards the end of the year maybe Ooh, smart getting out of delhi when it's peak cold is a very smart move especially for someone who's from down south very smart uh talking about traveling the 76th united nations general assembly session is going to happen and this is going to happen in the month of september uh fabian let's start with understanding what is united nations because for the first time in a very long time i'm actually coming blind into this episode i have no idea what the united nations is as in we all know when it was established but what it does it's very it's very passive is what i feel so tell us a little bit about uh, united nations okay it was established as we uh, you know had discussed once after the second world war mm-hmm. it was uh, the initiative of uh, president roosevelt of the united states and uh, the idea was to have a new international organization to replace the league of nations which was established after the first world war yep. a war which was fought uh, on the motto the war to end all wars which is very true anyway the un is there and uh, the general assembly is going to meet next month mm-hmm. so we can certainly talk about it now all right so the 76th general assembly is the meeting of all the nations who are a part of united nations so what does go on uh, in the general assembly meetings i mean what do they talk do they talk about world politics do they talk about how far they have come what goes on in these meetings because when i am in office and when there is a meeting i know that it's going to be very tiring man there's very tiring so is this the same for the general assembly as well do they dread going to these meetings let me be very frank it is tiring but it's also a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> basically it's a jamboree okay you know 
where uh, so many heads of state, heads of government come and uh, make their speeches. Yeah. Now, there is a rule, it should be 15 minutes. Okay. But occasionally, uh-huh. some of the speakers exceed. One instance is that of Gaddafi, Colonel Gaddafi of Libya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He spoke for 90 minutes. But the record is still held by Cuba's Fidel Castro. Oh, yeah. Who spoke for four hours and 29 minutes. You know, it's like this. When a head of state or a head of government is speaking, mm-hmm. it's a little difficult for the chair to ask him to stop. Oh, yeah. It's a question of, uh, you know, courtesy, public courtesy, which is part of uh, diplomacy. Yeah. So, actually, they are speaking to their domestic audience. Okay, <laughs> you know? okay, okay. Now, as regards the themes, you know, you may be interested. Uh, there are what I may call the perennial themes. Okay. Palestine. Okay. Security Council reform. Okay. Okay. So that is where we are. But for this year's uh, General Assembly, yeah. there is a huge agenda as always. Okay. Now, I don't want to frighten you, 175 items. Okay. Okay. That's that's a lot. Now, I thought, honestly speaking, a radio jock and someone like Fabian, who's a podcaster, we talk a lot. And then hearing about Gaddafi and Fidel talking for 90 minutes and four hours straight, which is very scary. And uh, considering the fact that there are 175 items, do they have to cover all the 175 items or they can just talk about one or two and get rid of it? And what are these 175 items? Don't mention all of them. Just just go over all of it. <laughs> okay. I shall be as brief as possible, but okay. as long as necessary. <laughs> okay. The agenda items are come under broad heads. Mm-hmm. A, growth and sustainable development. Okay. There are 29 items under this head. It okay. starts with a report by the ECOSOC. Economic and Social Council, an important organ of the United Nations. It includes, for example, advancement of women. You know, we are all concerned with uh, the empowerment of women, Mm -hmm. with the status of women's rights and all that. Okay, okay. Then, next major item is maintenance of uh, international peace and security. Mm -hmm. 39 items. Oh, damn. Okay. Starts with a report of the Security Council, what it has done during the year okay. gone by. Okay. And incidentally, I picked up an item which All might right. interest you. Okay. That is the role of diamonds in fueling conflict, breaking the link between the illicit transaction of rough diamonds and armed conflict as a contribution to prevention and settlement of conflicts. I'm sorry it's a bit, uh, you know, mouthful. Yeah. But yeah. that is, that is Ionese. Yeah. Basically in Africa, you know. Yes. Because people look for, to have custody over diamonds, diamond mines. Yes. They yeah. kill, they kill each other. Yeah. You know, that's terrible. But aren't there a lot of terrorist organizations that kind of fuel their agendas through the trade of blood diamonds? That's also a thing, right? 
that also happens. That also okay. happens. Okay, okay. okay. But uh, there are there are non terrorists also. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, cool. <laughs> let's, let's move on. Yeah. I mean, separatists. You know that. Okay. Now, cool. see. Uh, next big item is development of Africa. Okay. Okay. There is yeah. only one item. Okay. Next is promotion of human rights. Six items. Okay. We all know about the okay. Human Rights Council in Geneva. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the next is effective coordination of humanitarian assistance efforts, you know, in Syria, now in Afghanistan, mm-hmm. in Yemen, wherever there is conflict and people are in trouble because they don't get the daily necessities, because they don't get even water in some cases, you know. The UN humanitarian assistance is there. This is very, very important. All right. In fact, what is distressing is that, uh, you know, the Security Council, which is supposed to take care of uh, maintenance of international peace and security, it doesn't do always its job. So there are wars. And the other part of the UN, ECOSOC, WFP, FAO, UNESCO, UNICEF, they take care of the humanitarian matters. Okay. Okay. Then, next is promotion of justice and international law. 24 items. Next is disarmament. That is about 16 items. Okay. Next is drug control, crime prevention and combating international terrorism in all its forms and manifestations. A phrase you might have heard more than once, in all its forms and manifestations. And then, last uh, major item, organizational and administration and other matters. Okay. that is about 62 items. All right. And this makes up the whole of 175 items that they generally discuss at the UN Assembly. Now, the UN sounds a little boring to be very honest, right? It's a lot of meetings, people are sitting and it's just not my thought. Everybody thinks, right, why these people are talking because at the end of the day, in spite of all the talking, there is still a lot of wars, there is still a lot of drugs, there is still a lot of terrorism. So uh, with the Union, uh, United Nations General Assembly, there is a security council that is also assigned to them, right? So with the security council, what is its role there? I mean, in spite of all of this happening and they saying that we'll do this, we'll do that, some countries really let terrorists, you know, grow under their nose like wild mushrooms. So what happens to them? Are they a part of the United Nations or they are asked to leave United Nations? You have drawn attention to a very important matter. Namely, what shall I say? The distribution of responsibility and power Mm -hmm. between uh, the Security Council and General Assembly. Yeah. The General Assembly, as compared to the Security Council, has hardly any powers. Its resolutions are not binding. Okay. Whereas Security Council resolutions, if taken under the proper, uh, under the proper articles, Chapter 7, for example, they are binding. Okay. And we have wars and conflicts because the P5, the permanent five, the veto wielding, you know them, I don't have to list them, United States of America, just name one. America, Russia, United Kingdom, France, China. and yeah. China. 
they, instead of being uh, the global policemen, mm-hmm. as Roosevelt wanted them, they are themselves committing offenses. And sure. when a policeman commits an offense, who can take any action? Yeah. So that is what is happening. So in the General Assembly, resolutions are passed, speeches are made, but as I said, they are not exactly binding. Okay. That is the crux of the matter. All right. All right. Uh, a couple of rapid fire questions. Uh, let's see how fast you can answer them and how sh- quickly you can answer them. Uh, who exactly <laughs> is the president of the United Nations? Because someone has to be looking at everything that's happening, right? Uh, so is there a democratic, uh, you know, voting that happens every now and then so that the president is chosen? Or is there a fixed country that sends their president and that they keep on revolving and rotating? No, the presidentship rotates. Uh, in fact, it rotates among the various regions okay. to, you know, give uh, regional justice. You know what I mean? Yeah. This year's president is uh, from South Asia. The foreign minister of the Maldives, uh, Very nice. Abdullah Shahid. Very nice. And uh, he was elected some two, three months ago. So he will preside. Very cool. You see? And he will remain president till the next uh, year. So what next is the term? Assembly. What is the term? It's, a, it's about a one-year one term. One okay, year one-year term. One-year term. Okay, cool. Now, uh, how is the United Nations funded? Who gives it the moolah? Well, the member states, obviously, okay. depending on their own GDP, yeah. depending on their per capita income, depending on their debt burden, the, there is an allocation of uh, contribution decided by the General Assembly from time to time. Okay. Now, there is a cap. See, there was a time when the United Nation, the United States used to provide 40%. Okay. But now there is a cap. United States contribution is 22%. Okay. You know? Okay. Okay. Bits. All right. Um, uh, why doesn't the United Nations uh, intervene in situations like what happened in Myanmar and now Af- Afghanistan that's currently happening? What stops United Nations from stopping? Because it was made for maintaining peace. So is it is it that pacifist behavior that United Nations generally carries with itself? Okay, Myanmar, uh, the answer is very simple. Veto-wielding China and Russia do not want any serious action taken against the military regime. Okay. As regards, uh, you mentioned Afghanistan. I don't expect uh, the Security Council or the United Nations to do much. But for what it's worth, the Secretary General has summoned the P5 for a meeting. All right. All right. Okay, cool. That makes sense. That makes sense. So in short, United Nations is a group of individuals who come and discuss situations and uh, problems and offer no solution. Am I, am I very close to this? <laughs> Did I say that? No. Right? No. Individuals representing the member states. Okay. Okay. Some of them, many of them eager to find solutions, but not being able to do so because of the unequal distribution of power in the real world. All right. Fair enough. That absolutely makes sense. I mean, United Nations is an ideal, idealistic scenario, right? It's, it's a utopia that people want to live in. 
But unfortunately, that won't happen till the time, uh, you know, monkeys don't come and rule us like the movie Planet of the Apes. Uh, that's that's a very dark and a very twisted analogy. But uh, that's what we learn about uh, United Nations today. We're going to come back, Fabian, when the United Nations actually meets, the meeting happens. We'll come back and then discuss that as well in the next uh, couple of weeks. We should because, uh, you know, there is much that is positive about the United Nations. There is a lot that is negative. So to get, we should look at the big picture, the whole picture. All right. All right. So, of course, what's going to happen uh, is going to be something different uh, than what we actually anticipated. We're going to come back and kind of discuss that as well whenever that meeting happens. But for now, uh, thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, that was... Uh, 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 Fabian, uh, do you go by KP Fabian or do you go by a full name? Kalarikel Pranchu Fabian, that is KP Fabian, but it may be difficult for you to pronounce. Uh, yes, it is. But I can say Kalarikel because that's that's a name that can simply flow from my mouth. That's a family name. Yeah. That's the oh. family name. Fabian is the first name. Okay, so you're Fabian. That's the name right there. So thank you so much for joining us. I mean, that should be the first question I should have asked you. I don't know why did it take me 23 episodes to ask you that question. But uh, nonetheless, Fabian, thank you so much for being a part of the show once again. Uh, we are the hosts for Politics for Dummies. Uh, Fabian, our ambassador, our diplomat and a worldly wise gentleman who comes and explains us what is happening in the world me being the dummy asking all the questions because you are afraid to ask these questions. Uh, if you have more questions, you can always DM them to us on our social media handle that's SG Smartcast. And uh, you can always DM me directly on my social media handle as well. That's Radio Aniket. But uh, as for now, uh, Fabian, I will see you in the next episode. Let's talk a little bit about teachers in politics because Teachers Day is just around the corner. What say? Look forward to. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. All right. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. This was a Radio 1 production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.